and that's yeah, also part of who it I is. maybe who I am. It is of course it is absolutely, yeah. and that's oh, why you can be on a show her. called Dead Dad Club. <laughs> yeah, you earned it, girl. You did. You did. <laughs> Welcome to the Dad Club. De- I said that weird. Welcome to Dead, Dead, Dead Dad Club. Another episode. Here we are back again. Um, today, so we have a guest. It is. This is so. Why am I being so weird about it? Okay. Um, we are Aaron and Jacqueline, who are drinking our little bevies. We've Just got Starbucks and Liquid D. We're endorsed today. <laughs> we're Hello. not. This is not a sponsored post. I wish this that is it was a sponsored podcast. Okay. Uh, Starbucks sponsor us. That'd be great. I don't Thank think you. they do sponsored pods. I don't think they need. I don't it. think they. No, they don't mm-hmm. need to do anything. Promo like code that. dead dad. Oh, I love that. Maybe one day somebody <laughs> will give us a promo code. Yeah, Hello yeah. Fresh. Promo code. Everybody. HelloFresh gives everybody a promo code. So. <laughs> right. It's just HelloFresh. Okay. Our code is HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh. Yeah. It'll work. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, HelloFresh. Do not sue us for saying that. Um, today, let's get. Let's actually like stay focused, please. Um, today we have a very special guest. Sterling is with us, um, because she is unfortunately part of the Dead Dad Club. Um, so, so <laughs> sorry. I hate that I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, I, I wish that I wasn't. I'm yeah, sorry, sorry, so sorry that you're here. Just, I mean, just talking about the club anyway is just like, sorry you're here. Mm-hmm. I, there's really not much what, else what have we say. been saying shitty club great company Sh- shitty yeah, club I was great gonna say company. I hate that I'm here but I'm glad I'm with you guys yeah absolutely um so the reason that we have Sterling here today is because we wanted to discuss the question which came first his death or my daddy issues <laughs> Which, if you know, you know. Like, I feel like this is not going to appeal to everybody, but I think it appeals to us. I feel like it appeals to so many people. It does. Honestly, on the other side. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Men investigating daddy issues. Yes. Dating somebody who Trying to cause. Even if you've never had a dad, that's a daddy issue. I mean. There's levels to it. Thanks a lot. (laughs) I I didn't mean to be looking at you. He was there. He was there for a little bit, but we, we won't talk about him right now. Um, but we won't talk the, about him I right mean, now. not him specifically, just about the issues that he caused. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. We are going to get there. Um, so the, the reason that we have Sterling on today though, is because she has a very different perspective from Jacqueline and I, who share some like abandonment kind of daddy issues. Right. Sterling was super not abandoned by <laughs> our dads. Our dads made intentional decisions. They they did. They made choices. They choices made choice. were made. Choices were made. Yeah. Um, so Sterling, do you want to tell us a little bit about your dad? Yeah. So um, I joined the club on February fourteenth, two thousand twenty-one. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my yeah. dad passed away unfortunately because of COVID, um, but kind of what Aaron was saying is that I always joked around that my biggest issue with my dad and what my daddy issues stem from is that my dad almost loved me too much. (laughs) (laughs) He was too there. (laughs) He was very, very there. And and to be fair, like he was a great guy. Oh, he was fantastic. We were best friends since I was, I mean, day one. Little. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, 
But it was, yeah, it was a, it's one of those things where when almost kind of being, not overbearing, but because we were best friends from the get-go, sometimes friendship and parental roles could kind of get blended. Yeah. And not in, uh, not in like a crazy sort of way, but it's one of those weird things that looking back, I kind of wish that he would have been a little bit more strict with me. Right. And um, I would have never thought that I would ever say that because... Because you think it's cool when you're... Right. Yeah, yeah, like right. especially in high school, like you think it's really cool that your parent lets you have parties. Or right, whatever. and then as an adult. Well, Can I ask, were, are you, were your parents together growing up? No, or? so and this is also kind of a unique situation mm -hmm. too because I'm an only child. Okay. Um, my parents separated when I was about five or six, probably closer to five. Um, there was a, definitely like a bigger age gap. She was 23 when I was born. He was 40. Okay. Um, and, but they were, they maintained to be really, really good friends. They were they very were, close. They were co-parenting before yeah. co-parenting was That's amazing. a thing. Totally. Um, we would always have dinners together during weeknights. I, it was never on a set schedule. It was very flexible as far as like whose house I would be at. I um, love that. Nothing, no, I didn't ever actually hear them fight until I was, not even fight, but just argue until I was in college. Did you, did like, so then that means like not neither one of them ever said a bad thing about the other. No, they would get frustrated. Well, and then sure. like my dad would do things. He'd be like, he's like, yeah, your mom can be really difficult sometimes. <laughs> That's like the so and then, mild. And then like, as he's like getting the ice cream. <laughs> um, but my mom was definitely the more strict one growing up. And yeah. then that kind of, even though the the custody was, like they never got had lawyers. Mm -hmm. There was never a legal divorce. Or there was a legal divorce, but nothing that they had to go to court for. Or, yeah, there wasn't uh, a There battle. was, a, um, you know, financial disputes or anything like that. It was very cut and clean. And, yeah. Um, but as I got older and my, I became more rebellious, um, I started butting heads with my mom, especially because she was younger too. Yeah. Um, and my dad just was always a very big people pleaser. And so he just wanted me to like be happy all the time. And so he um, would give you whatever it took to like make you happy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, within reason, but for the most part, yeah. Yeah. There was, uh, he had good intentions. Right. I mean, yeah, it, not they, it, it was like because big... he loved you so oh, much. That I, he, he wanted there you was to be one happy. story that he would tell where, um, back when there was AOL dial up and I was in, <laughs> like, I was on the little computer cause we only had one little computer yeah. and I went and I left my, um, my IMs up, instant oh, messengers. No. If you guys don't know what those oh, are. No. <laughs> um, and it basically said, um, let me ask my dad. I'll know he'll do it. I have him wrapped around my little finger. <laughs> Yikes. And he read it. And he was like, well, it's not, not true. It's not <laughs> Oh my gosh. Wrong. That's so funny. you can't say things like that. Yeah. <laughs> he laughed it off. Yeah. That's the thing. Like he laughed it off and he didn't, like, I didn't get punished. The only time I really ever got grounded or ever fully pissed him off was when I got stealing from Abercrombie when I was... 15 those are yeah. and he was like did we all go through did we all go through that phase of like stealing things oh my God. i like, was too scared no but i would go I with the girls one thing that one did time. It. yeah same I, yeah. I i and i stole one thing one time from abercrombie and fitch please don't send <laughs> please <laughs> please don't uh, come there are i hope there are no narcs now. i hope there are um, no narcs i only got caught once <laughs> you did um bryn got caught oh. Yeah, really? like oh god, I'll never forget in my entire life. Like my best friend that passed away got caught oh shoplifting, and I was with her. No, and I, did you it, get in trouble too? It was a hot cop, and he, <laughs> um, daddy issues. Um, we were, 
like we were at Macy's and PV Mall and we like were walking out and the way we would both tell the story is we both turned to our left and we see this like hot man running after us. Stop! And like, like, we're so pretty. <laughs> we're gorgeous. We're so He cute. literally grabbed her and like brought her to like the like lock like wherever they bring you the, when you're in like trouble. There's like a like mall, like mall jail. Yeah, yeah there the is mall a mall jail. jail. Yes. And um, I had to call her parents and like tell them and that she no. was in the mall jail and they when I called them to tell them which my parents made me do they were already on the line with the cops so they already knew, they already knew. So, so then you have the humiliation yeah, the of having thing. they but just let you do it they yeah. let you do it yeah I yeah. don't know but yeah no it's it was a whole phase I, wow I really got us off on a tangent Sorry. no 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 no. I think so that's funny. it's a but great you know what my, to go off my on. punishment for that was what to go live with my mom for a week <laughs> oh my god single dads like this shout is out so to julie okay yeah my mom's the best this. she's no, my best friend now. shout out to it's julie. hard we being the you. parent as i know that is yeah. the one who's thinking at the whole level right yeah. like not just thinking day to day what can i do to make you happy what can i do to get That's to bedtime load of motherhood right too. thinking yeah. instead of okay are you going to be okay to go to summer camp it's the planning the planning so far ahead yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah. and so like i can have empathy for your mom now for sure oh, totally. i look i've apologized to her so many times totally like, I'm sorry. I'm i still but also you don't you you can't know until you have that perspective of yeah. being an adult and growing right. up but right? then i also still get those little glimpses where i'm like god you're so annoying. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, please. I, absolutely. I still revert back to yeah. back to being I mean, a teenager when my mom pisses yeah. me off, which also shout out to my mom too if you're yeah. listening. I love you. Um, so how would you say because, you know, we are talking about daddy issues, like would you how would you describe your um relationships not even necessarily with with partners but with friends like how has your experience with your dad being very involved in your life and very giving and very present to the relationships that you have with people now yeah I think a lot of it has had to for me it's been my dad always just instantly like loved me I could do no wrong yeah and when you're with people outside of that little world you're not always going to be perfect. You're going to fuck up. You're right. going to have to, you know, own up to your mistakes and even, you know, kind of fight back for those relationships that you may have fucked up with or whatever, or also just recognizing that somebody isn't worth your time. Totally. And uh, part of that for me has just been um, trying to prove that I am that lovable yeah. um, to people that sometimes either don't deserve it or that I just end up losing a little bit more of myself because I am trying so hard to be what they want. Yeah. And, um, and I can, I can attest to that because I've seen you through a lot of relationships and I've mm -hmm. actually, you know, it's, it's, we've had a lot of discussions where I'm like, that person doesn't deserve you, yeah. you know, and, and you're, you're seeking from them that love. Mm-hmm the you know the most amazing kind of love that you deserve but they're not giving to you and so like I've you know, I've joked around before that you have Stockholm syndrome yeah <laughs> because, yeah because I you, tend to empathize, you tend to empathize with people who treat you badly and, oh yeah and one of my old employers actually uh, voted me most likely to get Stockholm syndrome <laughs> <laughs> and I, she's and not you're wrong. like you're like I've literally had this conversation yeah before. <laughs> well and I mean that also goes into um you know, putting up with toxic work environments just because I feel like I'm constantly having to prove myself because somebody is and telling me Jacqueline I'm not good can, enough, then I believe I it because I can. Yeah, but no, so, really so is it that. like the the parameter is like so high because your dad thought this of you, and so you want to prove that you are that to everyone else? Yeah, okay. yeah, got it. Yeah, got yeah. It. 
So, and because he's not there or here anymore, and that was always my biggest fear, it's just like, what am I going to do when that's gone? Right. So, and yeah. you were always scared of that. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. my, I mean, having lost a parent, yeah. my mm-hmm. biggest fear my whole life, because my dad died when I was five. So my biggest fear my whole life has always been something happening to my mom. Yeah. And like, it's always just been, and so, yeah, but like, what do you do when you're like biggest, or it's always been something terrible happening to someone else that I loved, mm-hmm. like, yeah. especially my mom. But then, yeah, when your like best friend dies or like something else, like, and you actually face that fear. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, and you survive, and that's, but still you're like, oh. Honestly, that, that kind of, I, I can relate because of Bela, my dog. Yeah. It was everything that I didn't, you know, she, she yeah, died, like she died suddenly. And you, I mean, I had talked to you about it that I had a whole plan because I right. knew that she was probably ending the, or coming to the end of her life. And I had this whole plan of something peaceful that I wanted to do. Like, and, and then it was sudden and it sucked because it was like, oh, now, now my biggest fear, the thing that I was trying to avoid has now mm-hmm. happened right. and I have to face that. And yeah. How? Yeah. And like, it's weird too, because I used to always, when I needed to let emotion out, cause I would just suppress everything throughout the day. And then when I'd get home, like, I just need to let this go. And so I yeah. think about my dad dying pretty much, or just go over those. To get, to, <laughs> to, get, to, get, to get to a place to where you could be emotional. <laughs> Isn't that so <laughs> fucked up? <laughs> <laughs> It's fine. Aaron's laughing about it's it. It's like, no, I'm <laughs> laughing because like, yeah, it is fucked well, up. But it's also like, like it's, it's almost like me uh, preparing myself for what would inevitably come. Right. Yeah. But right. Um, kind of to that point too, I also, as much as the situation and as much as I dreaded when it actually became a reality, mm-hmm. one of the things that I do feel really lucky for is that I, as much as I hate being in this club, I wouldn't change how it happened at all. Yeah. Because it happened quick enough that it wasn't painful. Yeah. But fa- or but long enough. Slow enough that, that you... I could actually. And I will say this because he did die of COVID. I was one of the few luck or one of the fortunate ones that was able to go in and say goodbye. Yeah. And not yeah. just me, but the nurses, because my dad was a charmer. Um, <laughs> flirting with them up to the oh last day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they allowed him to also say goodbye to two of his best friends, which wasn't allowed at that time. They were supposed to only right. get one visitor. Yeah. And then even when I went up to say my goodbyes, um, we're supposed to only be allowed 15 minutes. And when I went in, the nurse was like, I'm, just so you know, I'm not watching the clock. So I got oh, a lot nice. longer. My heart that's hurts really so nice. much just even like hearing that that's what you went through. Oh like I can't. Yeah. I don't know. Like the ability, like the, to like say saying goodbye. goodbye. Yeah. And we've, and we've kind of talked about that oh. just recently about how that, that was your idea of like maybe touching on that at some point about like being able to say goodbye because I didn't get that. No. You obviously didn't get that. And, that that's a really like unique kind of perspective and to also kind of give you I don't know the the type of humor that my dad had because we were sitting there and it was so surreal and he's just like so what are you gonna do next week and that was like oh my god okay just a dagger in the heart and I just like instantly started bawling I'm like I can't think about that I'm gonna miss you so much and he's just like well sweetie I'm gonna miss you so much too but I'm gonna be dead (laughs) And I was like oh joking, God. oh joking up until the end. Yeah, like I was dark like humor you, until dude, the I was end. like you. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's some shit. But that, that that's like, who my dad was, right. and yeah. that's also part of who it I is. maybe who I am. It is, of course, it is. absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and that's oh, why you can be on a winner. show called Dead Dad Club. <laughs> yeah, you earned it, girl. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I paid my dues. <laughs> it's the snow. 
snap for it's me. It's tragic enough, okay? <laughs> the fucking snap. Fuck. Um, oh, I'm so wow. sorry. That oh, yeah. is, like, horrendous. I honestly, I don't think I'm brave enough. Like, I don't know. I mean, I even wish... if I had that opportunity, like, if I could pick anyone to have dinner with in the world, like, would it be my dad? See, like, I got to say goodbye or to my dad, but he wasn't, he wasn't there. Like right. he wasn't, like I don't different. know if he heard me. So I, it, there wasn't a conversation mm-hmm. and I'm, I don't even know, like, I wish that I could have said goodbye to him, but not like a, I don't know. I, I think if I could go back, like maybe I would know that he, at least like he couldn't say anything back because that would have fucked me up even more than I think I already am. Like you're really strong for having to face that like because that's a lot it's yeah. a lot yeah. well so let's let's kind of take <laughs> let's it let's take it in a different yeah. direction really quick Jacqueline how would you describe your daddy issues <laughs> or I can go first actually yeah. <laughs> um yeah I mean describe them like if they were an animal what well, animal like, <laughs> I mean I don't hate it I don't hate <laughs> that, that suggestion um no they're um It's so funny. I see my daddy issues as like so clearly now and how they've influenced my life and how they influence my decisions. And I think when I was living through all of that up until like the past couple years, maybe I could have seen it, but I chose not to or something. I'm just not sure. But um, I have, I guess, abandonment issues. Well, not I guess. I have abandonment issues from my dad leaving suddenly. And the way that that's kind of manifested has just been – it's really similar to Sterling where it's like I've wanted to prove my worth in every way that's impossible. And so what's that, what that has turned into is being like this crazy overachiever where I, I get a lot done and I do a lot and I do a lot well. Um, but like why? But the I guess level is the of question stress, now. But the level of stress that it causes is, is pretty, you know, it's high. It's, no, it's, it's severe. High stress, and also sure. like, I, what point like what we just talked about in therapy I just love therapy not to brag um, <laughs> I mean this is kind of a second therapy yeah, session right twice on top in a day. <laughs> um, but is that like oh I forgot um oh yeah well and why and the fact that you if you're spread so thin you can't do everything well right and so like if you're trying to do a lot of things but so for me it's always been um like unachievable men like who is the guy that's like the hottest guy that doesn't want a girlfriend totally. that is yeah that I can just be you like you guys are so uh-huh. similar you're fun? both Aquarius well, too you're both Aquarius your date your birthdays are a day apart oh yeah 29th I didn't know 30th. that it's so funny oh, yeah and I think too my mom always told me I was wonderful like the yes. same way your dad mm-hmm. did and so I was like god damn it I'm wonderful and yeah. if you don't you know are, I'm wonderful well right but, but if, you also accept poor treatment well, because no, they'll learn that we're no. wonderful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it let me show you. <laughs> so I mean, I guess I a hundred percent. No, I. Th- it's so funny because like mine didn't manifest in the same way. Like I'm. This is gonna sound make me sound shitty, but like I'm not an overachiever. <laughs> <at all. laughs> at least I don't feel like one. That's not what I strive for. It's not right. something that brings me any kind of like fulfillment to be an overachiever and to spread myself really thin. I think I'm kind of good at a few things, but like not really super great at, at many things. I, I couldn't live in the level of stress that you like, that you seek. Not, it's not yeah. like you seek the stress, but I mean the, the achievements that you seek, yeah. I couldn't, I don't know that I could function under what the, what comes with that yeah I don't know that I am so Good I mean news. you are you're making it happen the sh- all the shit that you do I don't know how you do it Thank I you. really don't um yeah well you know yeah but I'm gonna I'm trying to 
narrow that down into like a few passions and a few things yeah. and like you like know this. yeah like dead dad exactly club. like dead a dad club yeah. a couple little things yeah. keep it going it's nice to pursue passion projects and to be able to kind of look a little bit further than just being a mom being an employee like actually right. do things that make you happy for yourself because and that is honestly like at this point in my life, having not been working and a lot of that having to do with the reason that I resigned from my job, it was kind of set in motion because my dog died and I was dealing with really deep grief and it sent me over an edge that I was already standing on, but it forced me to kind of look for other things in my life that I want to, that bring me fulfillment. So, but, um, so do you think, I mean, I think we could probably... One sec. How long have we been on? Uh, 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Okay. So let's go back to... Well, I was going to say, we should talk about your... Oh. We should ask you the same question. Yeah. I mean, so for me, abandonment issues, 100%, but my dad was alive. And so that was really fucked up because I was constantly trying to find that love. I was constantly looking for that from him. And I had a, you know, I... My mom was always there and I had my stepdad as well and they raised me and they did a great job. They did as as well as they could. But with my dad, I always wanted, like I was, I always overlooked his shortcomings, um, at least until I became a teenager. And then started like getting- Like defended him? Defended him. Like because my, like unfortunately my, my um, both households used to speak very poorly of one another. And so my brother and I got caught in that crossfire and it really was, I think, damaging for us because we saw both sides of our parents in very negative lights, but we just wanted them to be everything that they should have been for us. Um, But abandonment issues, 100%, because my dad was alive and made made active choices not to be present. So then... um, Really, I think I I need a lot of reassurance. Like my love language is words of affirmation. And I think both of you know that I need that a lot. I need a lot of reassurance in any kind of relationship. I know. That doesn't sound like you at all. No, but I really, you know, I do. I need it in my marriage. I need Brian to constantly, like, not not constantly tell me that he loves me, but just to be, yeah, tell me every second of the day. Tell me you love me. But I do, but I seek somebody who is not, who is not emotionally unavailable. Like I've, I need to be with somebody, whether it's a friendship or, or a a, a romantic partner, I need somebody who's not afraid to express to me with their words and reassure me all the time. Did you know that at like 20, that that's what you needed? I think, I'm trying to think of like dudes I've I seen you date. I, di- I think I <laughs> did. I'm like, were they emotionally available? I think they were emotionally available to a certain extent. <laughs> but then, but then also like there was a lot of like, I dated. I had really bad taste in men for a very long time. Like I, I joke with Brian that like. I've dated everyone and I married him because he was the best, like, because like I've dated everybody and everybody sucks. Well, you romanticized a lot. Yes. And uh, and that's the Pisces in me is the bringing up or like coming up with this entire like, like delusion in my head about my expectations for somebody that they're never going to be able to live up to because I always had this like idea I put my dad on a pedestal for so many years too even though he didn't deserve it and I've done that with a lot of romantic partners as well Mm -hmm. so I mean yeah I it's 
daddy issues are so fascinating. I know you did a little bit of research on, and I actually did too. Hold on. I'm going to pull something up because I, I. Yeah, I think it came up with like daddy issues aren't real. It was really just like attachment issues and abandonment issues and stuff like that. I think it all, I think, I think daddy issues is like the pop culture, like like name for it that we've given it, which actually makes it sound so like. Sexist. shitty yeah so what it's sexist too I feel oh like, absolutely so 100%. obviously I mean I know plenty of people with mommy issues it's yeah. I it's in my it's in my like recent things what are daddy issues <laughs> <laughs> I've googled so daddy issues is generally a catch-all phrase often used disparagingly to refer to women who have complex confusing or dysfunctional relationships with men it can describe people most often women who project subconscious impulses toward male partners in their life so like it's a real psychological like thing, but I I, I think that phone? they can exist without you losing your dad. So I think if we're answering the question, which came first, his death or my daddy issues? For me, it's the daddy issues. Yeah, one hundred percent. One hundred percent too. That's the daddy so issues. Yeah, especially because when you were reading that, it made me realize that. I used to rely on my dad for everything, yeah. and so now as I've been developing, you know, really more romantic relationships and you know adult relationships having to be independent and not constantly rely on my partner for yeah everything totally whether it's emotional uh like little things around the house like learning how to use like screwdriver by myself or like stupid little things like that where I would always call my dad and he would always be there yeah uh just being a little bit more self-reliant yeah totally yeah I love that I love that. See, I'm independent enough to know that I need to hire a handyman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My dad's not going to come over because he's dead, but he... <laughs> oh, well, see, I'm stubborn because I'm like, I've never had to hire a handyman before. I'm not going to do it now. I just recently hung, I recently hung up shelves in my bathroom and they are so wonky. I'm I was going to say, have they They fall? are not are they- good. And I just hired a handyman and I took him into the bathroom and I was like, hey, take a look at these and let me like let if me you know. take one look at these and he just kind of like smiled and I was like okay I'm gonna have you re re put those up for me thank you and <laughs> yes. I will pay you to do that I can pay people to to show me yeah, their own that's how that's how I was raised thank you very much <laughs> yeah let's delegate yeah just just pay people to do it for you mm-hmm. so um well I think that brings us kind of to the end of the conversation Thank you so much for being here today, Sterling. Thank I really you, guys. It. This was so therapeutic. And was it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I I go to therapy and I talk about this shit all the time. And But it is kind of another yeah, therapy it's session. It's a different way of talking about it, too. Well, and we're, 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 we have to share this common thread, yeah. too. And so we also don't it. take insurance. We <laughs> <laughs> so it's perfect. No, um, I'll send you my bill. <laughs> You'll get the bill. All right. Well, we will see you at the next Dead Dad Club episode. Bye. Bye. Latest.